Okay, well, we're going to be talking about the possibility of another episode of Only Fools and Horses. What do we think about it? Good or bad? Bit of both. It'd be good, but it won't be the same about the characters that aren't here anymore. Yeah, this is on the back of obviously David Jason's um, announcement, isn't it, Chris, that um, he wouldn't mind playing Bellboy one more time. Like Emily says, there's, there's good and bad. I was thinking about the people, sadly, who've passed away now, most of the supporting cast, so that's a... A stumbling block, isn't it? So I would think it sounds a bit awful. This the nag's head would be a no go, wouldn't it? In terms of you couldn't really have a scene in the nag's head without all the guys there, could you? So no, there'd only be like Denzel, wouldn't there? Because obviously, sadly, Roger Lloyd Pack has passed away. John Chalice has passed away. Trigger Boise. So yeah, maybe Marlene, but it makes you wonder. I was thinking about the. Um... What they did with Mike, whether you could have him, they've been in jail or something daft like that, or the strand. You know, you you, you couldn't because it's a comedy. You couldn't really talk about the deaths, could you? You'd have to obviously show respect, but you'd have to perhaps say, I don't know, the coach has broke down, or you know, you'd have to reference the guys, wouldn't you, or something to get round that problem sort of thing. I was thinking about a Margate revisited, perhaps with Dell and Rodney, and perhaps Cassandra, Raquel. You could throw in Marlene and Denzel a little bit, couldn't you as well? Or they could do it where it's Del Boy, Cassandra, Raquel, Rodney, like looking back on the old times. Kind of like the idea of that. What could have happened? Could have like could show like old clips of the show. Yeah, I mean, but obviously there's a Damien element as well, isn't there? That we're 20 yeah. years on now, so Damien could become the sort of Del Boy type could, character. Could Del Boy become Granddad? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Um, you, you know. The, He'd have to change his role a little bit, but we could have a Damien. I'm, I'm trying to, I always forget his name. It's James, isn't it? James Buckley, is it? James Buckley? I think about the right guy. He did Rock and Chips as Del Boy. Yeah. He was very good. He was, wasn't he? I wasn't mm. sure about watching that, but he played it really well. Yeah, from the in-betweeners, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know he'd be playing Damien, but obviously it's a similar part, isn't it, really? Um, I think he'd play him really well, to be fair. Yeah. Because he played Del Boy well in Rock and Chips. And obviously the most important guy in terms of getting it off the ground is John Sullivan, but he has got a, a son, hasn't he? Is it Jim, I think, who does write? Yeah. And I think there's a lot of material they haven't used as well, you know, that John's written that they could perhaps... I think that would be that. right for the legacy of the show if Jim Sullivan did it personally. Yeah, yeah. Where, where, yeah. I mean, where would you start, really? You'd have to do it justice, wouldn't you? I wish I was a writer, but, but, but yeah. you two do as well, don't you? But... <laughs> Like we spoke before about how with the last three episodes, things changed because obviously Delboy and Rodney were older again because mm. it's how many years after the last three episodes? Is it 15 years, something like that? Or I think it's 19. I think 03 was the last one. Wow. Nearly 20 mm. years. Yeah. So I think Sir David, is he, in his, is he nearly 80? How old is Sir David? 82. He's got the same birthday as my brother, 2nd of February. Yes, that's right, 2nd of February. So they'd have to do the humour from, obviously, an, an older person's perspective, wouldn't they? But there, there, there is some... I, th I think somebody like John Sullivan could have figured that out and hopefully his son could do something similar. Hopefully. But, but I think people's expectations shouldn't be tremendous, should they? They should... Uh, if I'd watch it, I'd, I'd be like, oh, let's see how this is. I know it's a little bit different, actually. I've not thought about this, but do you remember this... It was a comic relief sketch with David Beckham. Getting on a bit now, probably eight years ago, but that was good, wasn't it, to be fair? Yeah. I think Roger Lloyd Pack was supposed to be in that, but he suddenly, uh, sadly passed away just before they filmed that, so he was going to be in it as well. But um, So Beckham had the Dave line, didn't he, if I remember correctly? Yes, yeah. I think he did say, shut up, you tart as well. Yeah. yeah. 
I'm very <laughs> jealous. He did two things I wanted to do: play for Man United and appear in Only Fools and Horses. They're the two. <laughs> Um, I think he could pull it off. Yeah, I think he could. Yeah, I think I think the pro- not the problem with Fools and Horses. I was thinking about this. You know, some comedies it doesn't really matter where it's located, does it? But Fools and Horses is very much about the flat, isn't it? It's very much about the van. It's very much about the pub. That's the obstacle. You still do the flat and the the, the van, obviously, can't you? In the Capri, but I, I, I have no idea would. where they would take the story though. If Sir David just wants one episode, it might be a good mm. thing, though, possibly. Might be like a nice Christmas special, like a one-off Christmas special. Yeah. That could be a nice thing to do. Could he revisit all his girlfriends? That sounds a bit stupid. You know, there's some, like, <laughs> you know, something a bit, yeah. Oh, yeah. his black book. His little black book, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that he gave give to Rodney when he emigrated, didn't he? Yeah. He said, oh, yeah. thanks, script 201 Dalmatians. Thanks very much, yeah. I found this... Um, book in a shop the other day 40th anniversary of all the fools and horses nice a bit in the beginning david jason actually wrote it as del boy and it's on about the pandemic and stuff and it oh. mentions granddad and um uncle albert and everything it's really good so far of course you know where david's possibly got the thought process from he, he's done open all hours do you think that's where it's come from he thought well that's um yeah i think so again that's a very that was very difficult to do wasn't it I mean, I watched that. I didn't. I didn't think it was bad, but obviously, it wasn't as good as the original. But I think you always get that whenever you revisit something. It's hard yeah, to make it as good. And Ronnie Barker was. I think David had even well, he would concede, wouldn't he? He was the main star, wasn't he? Like David is in full. Ronnie Barker was David Del Boy in Fools and Horses, wasn't he? He was the the glue, wasn't he? The leader but, of. But the I did show. enjoy it. I must say, mm. you know, yeah. not like hysterical, like Only Fools and Horses, but it was it was quite a good watch. I, I've got a thought, Margate, I don't know why, because I think that, I, I'm biased, but I think that was the best episode. I think they could perhaps do something around Margate or something, you know, perhaps organise it where they're all going, but the, the others have a, have a problem or something, you know, something like that, you know. I could do. That's, I that's have... the way around it, isn't it? To say they've got a problem, they've broke down or, you know, on, on a coach or, you know. I think like they that. have to be in a in a bad place to get out of the hole if you know what I mean. Mm. Mm. So something has to happen where they're in trouble, they've got to get money, and then they've managed to get it somehow. Again, like uh, the last three episodes, really. Yeah, because they left with money at the end, didn't they? Albert's inheritance, didn't they? So so they're all right. They've got the flat, haven't they? And Rodney's probably got his own flat. But yeah, so it makes you wonder what would have happened to send them into that mode. It's very interesting because I've got no idea where they would take the story. That's the thing. But that's kind of exciting at the same time. I've not read anything about Nick. Obviously, Nick would have to agree, wouldn't he? Um, yeah. Without Nick, it wouldn't be a, a goer, really, would it? I mean, I'm trying to think of films where actors have stayed true to their characters and they've got older. I can only think of, like, Rocky or something like that. Have you ever seen the yeah, older yeah. Rocky films? Obviously, they weren't as good. But then you had characters who had died, like Adrian had died, things like that. So I don't know if they could do something like that, but it wouldn't be the same, would it? I mean, you've had enough of the, the actors die off without doing something like that so like you say if, it, if you're going to do it do it well in terms of it's just all about the script isn't it like david jason says he just fires the bullets the script the, the ammunition is the script isn't it really get a funny script then yeah maybe maybe um, i'm not against nice... it i mean some people are really against it aren't they online like i did some um i did a couple of twitter posts and i was like no they should have um stopped it in 96 and yeah, some people are really against it. Well, but friends against it, he's a, a non-falls and horses fan, and he's like, nope, won't be the same. I'm like, but it'd be nice to see how the life turned out. It'd be nice to see Ronnie's little girl grow up and, you know, stuff like that. It'd yeah. be nice to see it. 
think. Yeah, she'd, she'd be tw- she'd be twenty now, wouldn't she? The the little girl, Joan. Yeah. Eighteen. Mm. Yeah. But of course, the world has moved on, so it'd be interesting to see what they would be doing, as in like their day to day lives as well. Mm. I mean, I don't know if they're going to be trading on eBay. <laughs> Yeah, they've probably gone online more, haven't they, actually? Yeah. <laughs> Things like it. that. I thought it was funny with the last episodes, like how Dell would always have that Nokia phone. You know, Yeah, I'm trying to think what's the what's the latest thing that he could sell now. Yeah. It'd be uh I know Xboxes and stuff like that, I suppose, now, wouldn't it? And yeah. Blue Blu-ray. I don't know if you've got the Blu-rays, have you? I was saying to Chris, the, the new Blu-rays with the five Christmas episodes, brilliant. Oh my god, um, I've not got them. Mm. I, I had the box set, but my brother wrecked them. My friends replaced them. Although I think uh, they do need an update because I'm watching um, the episode that we're going to be talking about uh, with Mike mm. and they're all shut off like that because they're not widescreen. And I really notice it because everything watched now is widescreen, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I mean, I, I think the difference between that Blu-ray and the original, the originals look their age. These Blu-ray, it has enhanced it a lot. It looks as though it's filmed last year, I always say. You know, it um, really has. I mean, that's the other thing with Fools and Horses, whether BBC agree, we could have a, a film, with, you know, at the cinema, possibly. That That's another... That'd be good. That yeah. would be good. That would be different, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it's not It's not being then compared, is it? It's a bit like Inbetweeners did, really, isn't it? It was yeah. different. Yeah. They, they come out of the... I suppose we're talking more Miami Twice now type of thing, aren't we, possibly mm. now? I don't think it would ruin its legacy. I've heard people say that, but I don't I don't think anything could ruin Only Fools and Horses legacy. No, I don't think anything could ruin it. No, no. Oh no, no. And you you've you said it, Chris, you've got to judge it on now. You can't compare it to what went previous, yeah. can you? And it's still the last three no, admittedly they weren't as good as other ones, but on their own, they'd stand they stand you know, the good, aren't they? Good good quality comedy still the them last three, to be fair. Yeah, and I, I think compared to a lot of what's on TV now, the heads and head and shoulders above a lot of what we watch now. <laughs> yeah. Biased, obviously. Comedies aren't the same as what they used to be. No, no, they're not. To be fair, the in between is probably the latest one I probably quite like now. Really, um, again, Friday James Bond. Friday night dinner. Oh, I haven't seen that one. That's funny. <laughs> That is good, yeah. It is good. That's with one of them out of the in between, isn't it? Yeah. Simon Bird, I think that is, yeah. Yeah. I'm stuck in a time warp, really, when it comes to comedies. I'm, I, I think you like it because it's not like other comedies. It's more of a family comedy. I find that with comedians as well. There's not many modern day comedians I find that funny. That's just my personal opinion. The the last comedian I found funny, like a stand up comedian, was Lee Evans. I oh. found him hysterical. But there's not many now that I find no, that funny. These talk about Les Dawson and stuff mm, like that. Les Dawson. You've got Peter Kay, haven't you? Michael McIntyre, I think Mickey Flanagan. I quite like He's that. Mickey Flanagan, yeah. He's good. Yeah. I don't think it's how people say it, isn't it? It's how people say it, isn't it, rather than what they say. Seen Afterlife. No? What's that? It's got Ricky Gervais in it. It's on Netflix. It's sad, but it's funny at the same time. His wife died of cancer. He has like a sense of humour about it as well. It's pretty good. I've seen the third. The third series is on Netflix now, Emily, isn't it? It's just yeah. been released. Yeah, it's really yeah. good. Yeah, I've seen the first two series. I thought it was good. Yeah, so it's a grower, isn't it? That maybe yeah. if you watch one, you might think, oh, but you get into it a bit. Yeah, a bit of a story developing. Season three is better. You'll probably shoot me down for this, but he's one of them people I don't get, to be honest. He's a better actor than he's a comedian. Yeah, that's what I mean. And he's meant to be a comedian. <laughs> but 
But I mean, like, even The Office, I tried to watch that because my friends were like, maybe it's because I've never worked in an office, but my friends were like, you've got to watch The Office. Oh, it's so funny. And the only bit I found funny was where he did that silly dance in it. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was funny. But I, just my personal opinion. One, one other thought about Fools and Horses as well is, um, what about the guys that we've interviewed as well, the cameo guys, you, you know, your Lennox Gilbys, and could, you could revisit some of those characters as well, couldn't you? Bit of a nostalgic thing as well and see what, what they're up to, perhaps. I'm sure they'd be up for it. I'm sure they would, yeah, yeah. But there's quite a few, isn't there, that, that would, would, would do well off it, yeah. And the yeah, you've got well. so the actor who played Tony Angelino. Yeah, I think he'd be up for another uh, episode. As long as he doesn't Jumbo. sing, or he might be up for it in an episode. <laughs> yeah, Jumbo Mills. Um, he was a best. He, he had um, a bit of a couple of roles in it, didn't he? Where he was mentioned in Jolly Boys Outing, wasn't he? A Jelly Deal stall. So he was Del Boy's best mate. He's in Rock and Chips as well. So do you know who I'd like to what? see come back? We've mentioned this before. Um, Cassandra's mum and dad, because they disappeared, didn't they? After um, a couple of after, episodes. After the wedding, wasn't it? The, the I think the last one they did by my reckoning, was Miami twice. That was mm. the last one they were in, and there's no explanation why they were never in it again, really. It was quite strange. But I thought of another plot, actually, now. They could, they could go Australia to see Jumbo Mills. Yeah, possibly. That'd yeah. be quite a good one, wouldn't it? There's a bit of back, background story to that as well, isn't there? I mean, I think ideally they should do something new and fresh that we don't expect, but that mm. must be a lot harder than all the things we're talking about. But I suppose a great script writer could do that. If John was alive, it would be a lot better, a lot easier. Yeah, when I spoke to Sue Holderness, Marlene, she said it was such a shame that he died when he did. Obviously, it was because he was so young, um, yeah. but he he wanted to do it for years and years and years. He had so many more ideas that he could have that he was thinking of doing for when they were older. So yeah, it would have, as you say, it would have been easier, wouldn't it? No one could beat the writing though that he did. Nobody. It's like that rock and chips as well. I think he was going to do more of those, wasn't he? The prequels. I think mm. he was um, getting into that. And it's that a shame bit, yeah. because I thought the second one that was was it. How many did that? Did they do two or three? They did three in the end. Yeah, three. Yeah, three. I thought the third one it was going somewhere. Mm. I thought yeah. the other ones were sort of building it up, but the third one I thought that was really it was funny as well in places. It's obviously different from Only Fools and Horses, but um, yeah, I thought it was going somewhere. And if you, if you built that up, really, you know, I think it was about 10 years ago, we'd be built up now to about series one, wouldn't we? So be, you could actually go to that level now, couldn't you? And have, have, dare I say this, but you could have like Rodney now 20 and Dell now 40, couldn't you? And, and, and sort of rebuild it again, really, couldn't you go on an offshoot? I know that's a bit controversial, that, but the show could be reborn with different episodes, couldn't it, in a way, you know? But like they do with James Bond, I suppose, isn't it? That's exactly what they do, isn't it? Yeah, and also because you've got the eras, because it was the 60s, wasn't it, when uh, yeah, Rodney yeah. was a kid and Del was... Um, how old would have Del been? About 20-something or a bit older than that? Yeah, about, it was a school thing, about 16, 17, 16, I think. Because I, I remember that bit where um, uh, Del Boy's like, I used to find uh, rusks in my hush puppies and I used to have uh, milk stains on my Ben Sherman shirts and stuff like that. So. Yeah, you couldn't come along like any other brother. <laughs> Two years later, you had to wait 20, 19 years or something, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they sort of showed, they sort of, he laid it out on that, that first episode, didn't he? We knew that the mum had died and they sort of give us a bit of a background to the history, didn't they? So, and his drugs as well with, is it Shanghai Lily called him, didn't he, uh, Del Boy? You know, he, that yeah, was yeah, the art college, wasn't it? But, yeah, that might have been quite amusing, really. I mean. mm, police record and things, yeah, so. 
when I first heard, I thought, oh, no, I think we should leave it. But then you start thinking, well, hang on a minute. You know, David Jason wants to do it. We all enjoy it. So, yeah, why not? Um, yeah. I mean, like I said, I don't think it could ruin anything. I mean, there are some people who think the last three did. I don't. I get it in terms of, like, time on our hands was the best ending. You couldn't beat that. And even, like, when my dad watches it, he loves the show, but he's seen them out of sequence. And we watched Sleepless in Peckham together. And, and I said to him, this is the last episode. And he said to me, is it? I thought the last episode was when they won the millions. And I was like, really? <laughs> but, you know, yeah, yeah. it just shows. Yeah, the, them last three, like you say, really could have been taken at any era, couldn't they, in a way? Yeah, but that's what the beauty of Fools and Horses. It was, you watch one episode and it wasn't a story progressing, was it? It was just an episode. It was, it was great. So them last, them Christmas trilogy, they were building up to something, weren't they? So... Yeah, more of a serial, I guess, instead of yeah. a series. Yeah, so um, what would you say gut feeling is on the podcast, that more people are saying no, or is it split decision, would you say? Well, on our Facebook post, more people are saying yes, but on Twitter, okay. maybe it's because it's more negative, people are saying no. But <laughs> Everyone's got their own opinions, aren't they? But I think it'll be yeah. a good idea. It's like the musical as well, isn't it? I mean, that that's just got... I think that's been going... I think I'm right in saying about three years and it's still going strong, isn't it? I don't know if all shows go on that long, but it seems, you know, still a market for it, isn't there? Still an interest. Oh, yeah, definitely. I still haven't seen it yet. I know you've seen it a few times, haven't you, Chris? I've been twice, yeah. I wouldn't rule out a third time, to be quite honest, either. (laughs) That was really good. I went and saw Matilda with my fiance because she wanted to see it. And then we walked past the theatre that was showing Falls and Horses and I was like, oh. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah, Haymarket. Hey you know how far are you? You're not that far, are you? From uh, the no, only about you? about forty minutes on the train. Yeah, oh, yeah. got no excuse, no excuse whatsoever. I've got to go and see it. Yeah, Haymarket, hey isn't it? I think. Um, see, Paul Whitehouse could help. Uh, I'm volunteering people for jobs here, but Paul Whitehouse helped with the musical, didn't he? So whether he, you know, a writer, he's a comedy writer, isn't he? So he would probably have a good input. I think Jim Sullivan had the input with the musical. So there's two two writers there, isn't there? Really, with John's scripts that he's written possibly you, you know there's a there's a possibility i mean david knows probably more than we know doesn't he, he probably knows there's a bit of in the locker somewhere you know um yeah i don't know i haven't read the exact quotes from the interview though I think, was it with the sun or was it with lots of different outlets i think the sun did sort of um uh, publish it yeah so i don't know but it has like you say that then other outlets have come haven't they? you see it online and things so so you don't know if it's a kind of an offhand remark or, or is he injecting that to see if, you know, it will happen. It's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll go some to break that record. What was it, 26.3 million time on a hand? Wow. Oh, well, never be beaten, will it? I don't think. No. It won't now, will it, with all the more... We've even got more channels from then, haven't we, really, now? So, yeah, we don't watch telly like that. Did you see um, the Fools and Horses sketch on Strictly Come Dancing, either of you, at Christmas? I saw a bit of it because you posted it, didn't you, on Facebook? I saw. Yeah, yeah. He was a guy that uh, I forget. He's in um, the, the repair stuff, don't they? The guy who was the Jay, I think his name is. Yeah, Jay was the the dancer. But um, yeah, they went and saw the musical, visited the guys, and then they they had the van there, and he was dressed as Dell, and his partner, the lady, was dressed as uh, Rodney. And did it really well, to be fair, really good. And they danced to the opening song, you know, Stick a Pony. So I think yeah. maybe it's because he wants to come back to it because after all these years, 
he sort of distances himself away from Only Fools and Horses, rightfully so, because he's an actor and he wants to do different things, doesn't he? So he was in A Touch of Frost, Darling Buds of May, things like that. And it's sort of gone full circle for him because he was in Open All Hours, as you say, and now he wants to give it one more go. So I think, why not? If he wants to do it, I haven't got a problem, really. You, you do read that with some actors, don't you, that sometimes they get a bit fed up of, of being sort of... Typecast. Yeah, typecast, and people speak about one thing that they did, but hmm. then they embrace it as they get older. You hear that a lot, don't you? After 10, 20 years, like you say, when they may be semi-retired, they sort of embrace it a little bit more then, don't they? Appreciate it a bit more, I suppose, yeah. And you, you don't, I suppose when you're doing anything... It's when you reflect and look back and think, wow, that was, they were fun times. You, you know, when you're like 40, you, you probably not realise. And I, when you're 80, you look back at all your life, I suppose, don't you? And think, wow, they, they were the, I don't know if it is, but I think you'd probably say it's in his top three shows of all time. Oh, De- it, it, I, I reckon he'd say number one. I think he would. I'm, I'm thinking what, open all hours possibly. But he wasn't Russell. the main character, but I know what you mean. Yeah, he has been in a lot. I mean, Darn- even Darling Buds and May, that's a great show. Mm, that was really yeah. Good. yeah, he's so versatile, isn't he, as well? Totally, all those totally different characters. Yeah, I mean, mean, Touch of Frost, that's one spectrum to the other, isn't it? And Granville's very, um, a bit like more like a Rodney, a bit of a bungling idiot, mm. really, isn't he? Um, <laughs> yeah. And I think that's why Ray Butt, no, sorry, John Sullivan didn't think of, of him for David, uh, for Del Boy because he didn't think he could play the series. Yeah, Jim Broadbent. That's who they thought of originally, and that's unthinkable now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is really, isn't it? They, they show a picture, don't they, when there's Jim Broadbent and Nick Lindhurst in the pub. I think it's the one where um, uh, Trigger's up the microwave oven one, May the basically. Force be with you. May the Force be with you at the beginning. This is how it could have looked. You know, you've got Jim Broadbent and Nick Lindhurst there. Do we think it should return, yes or no? Yes. I'm going to go yes as well. Why not? Lovely jubbly. We've got some half-price crack ties, some miles and miles of carpet tiles, TVs, deep freeze, and David Bowie OPs, pool games, gold chains, wuss names, and head of push, and Trevor Francis track suits from a mush and shepherd's bush. Bush, 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 bush. No income tax, no VAT, no money back, no guarantee. Black or white, rich or poor, we'll cut prices at a straw. 